Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of The Amory Score. I am Jackson, I'm joined by Molly. Hi! We're here to talk about Coheed and Cambria. As always, it is the final issue of the In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 comic. Uh, there's a couple more songs on the album after this, but this is the big the big end of the comic for us, of how we're structuring this. Yes. <sighs> we made it. We're here. If I, I am a bit, like, uh, yawny and just kind of a bit tired this episode, that's because I am uh, I have gone back on antidepressants. Finally... I'm taking them again, and I'm very kind of drowsy and a little nauseous right now, as is the case when you, like, go on first day, day one, you always feel a bit weird. Uh, that's what so happens that's, when you start taking the brain chemicals. That's what happens. So Molly is going to have to do more hosting. <laughs> well, thank you for telling I, me now instead of before. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. But if I'm a little bit swimmy, that's why. Uh, hopefully... The riveting conclusion of the epic tale of the Amory Wars will, uh, well, of part three, which is actually part two, (laughs) will... uh, He did a bad job with the numbers on all of this. It's not very good. So it's a story in four parts made up of five albums that started with part two. He really was just doing Star Wars, huh? (laughs) <laughs> yes yes he was uh so where were we let's let's let us let's, regale the tale of in keeping secrets of silent earth 3 uh how did we get here so uh recently claudio uh living on Goddardam in Goddardam, uh has met up with ambelina has met up with al the killer they went off to go save their friend uh cecil from being uh killed and sent into the keywork energy but then they accidentally kill Cecil and throw him into the keywork energy before Claudio destroys oh, the whole thing. Fucking hate when that happens. I hate it when I go to save my friend, but then I accidentally kill my friend. Uh, but then Ambelina immediately just goes, it wasn't your fault. It was Ryan's fault. And then Claudio's like, you're right. It's Ryan's fault, not mine. Uh, so they go, okay, we're going to go Stormhouse Atlantic. It's time. Uh, unfortunately, Ambelina finds out that Al Killer is, in fact, a killer. Uh, and he has a whole meat locker full of women he's hanging. Uh, and she goes in there, and then Al takes her out for a bit. Claudio and Al fight. They go and start to crash land on Appity Prime, where House Atlantic is. Meanwhile, uh, Jesse is already on House Atlantic's uh, turf, and they are going in to go fight the Red Army. They're bringing the fight to them. Uh, so we're all going to meet up and have a good time. Jesse met Claudio because Claudio fell out of the ship. Uh, and they all happen to just meet on a hill. And Al is somewhere. You know, he's out there. He fell out of the ship too, but it's fine. He's extremely dead right now. He's extremely <laughs> Anyway, he'll be back with this issue. Yeah. Of course he will. We're not fucking done with him yet. We can't be done with Al the Killer. We can never be done with Al the Killer until the end of this issue. Um, so we open with, of course, Claudio talking to Apollo, our favorite dog. Uh, and discussing about how Ryan's followers had always spoken about how House Atlantic would rise Apollo, but nobody knew that they meant it literally. Yeah, the thing we skipped in our recap was how the last thing that happened was all the price died. Oh, and that's all... Well, are they dead, or are they captured? Well, they, they got... They flew into House Atlantic's, like, field, and he turned on a big machine that, like, fucking absorbed them all, and then House Atlantic rose from the ground as, like, a giant fist. But we do know... And now we're back on... Back in, uh... 
Nilo's front back front backyard. I one guess. of these yards. Uh, what we do know about the prize is that they got extremely owned. That's the one they thing got we know. R.I.P. the wives. Rip wives. <laughs> Once again, rip all the space wives. Oh, uh, always the space wives. It's always the space wives. Uh, but Claudio continues. Uh, they know that you know they talked about all those times about Ryan being God. It seems like the ranting of a madman. But when I found myself looking up at that, that thing that House Atlantic transformed into for the first time in my life, I thought that maybe, just maybe, he might well have been telling the truth. Uh, and then we cut to Jesse telling all of his ships to attack because House Atlantic is a giant mech. It's a giant mech, and it looks kind of like a Zaku because, like, the um, it's got one the one red eye oh, like moves right. up yeah, and it down. Goes. It's got the fucking Zaku eye, or I guess it's not. A, uh, which one is that? The 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 um. Which one's got the red eye that's kind of black? Is it the Doms? I don't know. Anyway. It's, I think it's the Doms, but also I don't know. I just build Gundam kits. I don't watch Gundam. You should watch Gundam. It's good. It's much better than this. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, House Atlantic is a giant mech. I'm so happy. And like it's made of like the fingers are the columns of the house. Uh, the grates of the face are like part of the part of the, the stuff that was... um around the, the like spires and it's it's just a giant big lumbering mech now and it's kind of like a curved a curved mech it's not a very sleek no. modern mech it's just a big lumpy mech jackson. which is cool jackson yes i love this this is I the know. best it rules um but so jesse sends all his ships to go fight the giant mech suit and then we get a couple panels of like the mech suit just slapping ships out of the sky uh, yep. So with, with the monologue going, like with the monologue to the dog going, um, there are some people, Apollo, who believe that Star Four, the central star of Heaven's Fence, was the first star to exist. And then the next paragraph, the next panel is somehow not actually that was Star One. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we named it Star Four because that sounded better, and because I named this album Three, so it has to be Four. Because that's where the next stuff is happening. God. God. Anyway. Uh, and he just goes on to talk about the Big Bang or some shit. Yeah, like the um, Star 4 caused the Big Bang, and that's how everything was created. And it must be comparable to how House Atlantic grows. What? Okay, I guess. Basically, House Atlantic becoming a mech is so like huge uh, an event that it is like witnessing the birth of the universe. Yeah, that's uh, basically the same thing. Um, we see Ambelina. She finally uh, regains control finally. of her body from the wreckage of the ship and starts getting out. And her first thing is, I'm going to go kill Al. Fuck that dude. Uh, which is fair. Uh, and we cut to Al, who has crashed into the side of a cliff and all of his joints have been dislocated. Uh, I so... can't even look at these panels. They, I can't, I have scrolled onto the next page because yep. I hate looking at them so much. They're really bad. Yeah. He puts all his joints back in and he's just screaming, uh, yeah, baby. Because he puts yes. all his joints back together. He did it. That's an Austin Powers quote. It's Al. bad. Yeah, <laughs> it is. This is Austin Powers. Um, so and the battle's going on. The like the Red Army is fighting Jesse's army, and there's a mech there. Lots of like battle scenes as the monologue continues. Basically, going, God, it's so such a big thing. It's so crazy. Inferno's fighting back. I was I was in shock. And like, there's just pages of him talking about how crazy this is, and nothing's really happening yet. Still, nothing has happened. Yeah. So We're, we, like, we see... four or five pages in, nothing. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Claudio staring up at the mech suit and he goes i'm supposed to fight that how can anyone 
Uh, and then Chase behind him just starts recounting the prophecy to him. And he just goes, okay, yeah, I know that. Thank you. Uh, but I'm still just a man. And then he gets stabbed through the back by Al because here he is. He didn't yep. land that far away. Uh, he's like, I'm still just a man. How can any man hope to? And then he gets stabbed. And then Al's like, you're not even going to be a man when I'm done with you. And I'm like, great. I needed, I really needed to know that Al's going to cut Claudio's dick off. That's really a That's, thing. Yeah, it's great. Well, I mean, Al would but, do that. Um, uh, yes, he would. But I don't like hearing <laughs> about it. <laughs> Uh, Claudio turns invisible. He turns uh, into his ghost form. Uh, and then Chase just screams, get away from him. And uh, Claudio explains, if Al had been firing energy at Chase, she could have absorbed it, reused it, incinerated him on the spot. But at that moment, she was drained and she had no defense against the knife, which didn't deter her one bit. Which is great that this like eight-year-old is going to go take on this dude. That's good. That's good. And as Al the Killer marches towards Chase, Claudio is lying on the ground, like dying. And who could who could appear? <laughs> who could appear in this moment of need? In this climactic moment of need? Of course, it is finally time for the reemergence of Coheed's ghost. Ghost Dad, he's here. Ghost Dad, he's here, and he's like folded his arms. And he's like Ryan crushing the hole of the fence underfoot. I died for this, which. <laughs> First of all, you died because you're an idiot. Coheed, first of all, this is all your fault. I just want to put that out there right now. This is all your fault because you're a moron. And two, you killed your kids. You still can't judge anybody. You did not make a noble sacrifice, Coheed. You got killed by your wife because you were blowing up a star, moron. You didn't even realize it was happening. Like, you, the, the, the monologue made sure that you did not know who you were when you died because... Uh, Cambria had to be the one who like realized that I'm because still truly... so fucking mad about that. <laughs> yep, because obviously all true pain is the result of women. Uh, so Claudia goes, I don't know why you died, Dad. I don't know anything anymore. Uh, and Coheed goes, That's not true. You just don't remember what you do know. Ambeline has been trying to show you what your body can do. And then enter. Uh, he made a quip about it before. Enter the ghost of Cambria. Uh, who goes, but now you need to put your mind to it. And you got your mind from me. And then Coheed goes, listen to your mother. And then Cambria goes, shut up, Coheed. <laughs> Finally. Banter, 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 Yes. As ever, as ever, uh, in the like moments of uh, real importance to the plot, a woman is needed to bequeath motivation and power unto the man uh sometimes through death sometimes beyond death <laughs> it's mm, beautiful uh uh and as she is like fixing claudio's mind and tapping him into the crowing the crowing from like beyond uh she is like focus your thoughts the way i used to uh put them where they'll do the most good <sighs> uh, you're the f- hang on. oh god oh jeez this is taking it out of me don't uh have depression and take drugs <laughs> that's just good life advice right there uh you're the fence's last chance to bring change and i want nothing more to see that tyrant fall bring me to life claudio do it now first of all that's not your song <laughs> that's not you that's another band that's evanescence another- you can't do the evanescence thing <laughs> That 
is arguably a more popular song than any song Cohen and Cambria have ever released. I mean, it you is because it's a that. meme. It's a meme now. It has to be way more popular. Is it a meme, or is it just a song we all reference? I think it's. Is there any difference? I don't I think guess. there's a difference. <laughs> oh, I think there is. Maybe I'm old. Uh, there's probably a difference, but I think it's a meme for sure. Anyway, uh, we see Claudio's eyes light up green, and Al, who has picked up Chase, who's just mean mugging him. Uh, he mind controls Al, and he says, You're scum, Al. You're slime. But you do have a knack for violence or death. Might as well put that to use. All right, dog. Kill or be killed. And so Al goes running off, uh, and... Chase is like, hey, you got stabbed really bad right there. Are you going to be okay? And Claudio just goes, I'm fine, Chase. I refuse to let the wound stop me. And so there is no wound. By the way, this is what is being talked about is like the wounds and the his powers. Not the fact that he just mind-controlled a guy to go like kill himself in battle. Uh, the ethics of that are not questioned. No. No. God, no. No, God, no. I mean, like, it's like, Al's a monster. I don't actually necessarily think it's wrong to fucking set him as a battle machine and kill him but just the powers of the crowing are so great and there's no question about how it is correct to to like deploy them well jackson he is he's he's god's judgment obviously everything he does is good that's true i wish claudia would like take one theology class (laughs) (laughs) no because then we wouldn't have this really good comic Oh, As Al God. rushes into the battle, we get some more panels of the battle, more narration about how crazy everything's going. The priests show up, the mechs there, everyone's fighting each other. Ambelina is like, I was looking for Al, but she didn't even get to take revenge and kill him because he's already been dealt with. Yep, he's already dealt with, and Ambelina doesn't get to do anything, but she does get a couple cool panels where she's just murdering the shit out of a bunch of priests. Uh, the panel where... Uh, Claudio goes, Ambelina was a firestorm of rage. Her movements calculated, fluid. She was amazing in battle. No, more than amazing. Legendary. Uh, and we see her, like, stabbing one of the priests through the mouth, um, which is really cool until you look down at this priest's crotch and there's just a giant eyeball there. (laughs) There is an eyeball in the crotch, but it also looks like she's kind of kicking the crotch. (laughs) Yeah, she's putting a knee to the stomach, so her foot is almost kicking the eyeball. Um, and also the red uh, priest right behind, which is like, oh no, uh-oh. It's a really good panel. Uh, I like it a lot. But we cut to uh, Jesse. He's refusing to admit that the war cannot be won this day. And so uh, Sizer shows up. Uh, and he's like, too much pride is going to get everyone killed and serves no one save the prideful. Uh, and you need to back out of this fight. Uh, and Jesse is like, Sizer, you're, but you were dead. Uh, and Sizer just goes, I was. I'm back. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, he asks where Hack and Many are. They're apparently out of commission after being fixed. I'm, I'm a little sad about that, that they're just thrown away in this line, but it's okay, I guess. Um, but Sizer convinces him that they need to retreat. Uh, and then we cut to the best panel in this comic. Oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. Um, apparently, Claudio and Sizer, or no, excuse me, Claudio and Chase are just allowed to march through the street with Chase yelling, Beware us, soldiers. Beware the coming of the crowing, for then the end of worlds may be at hand. His will be the power and the passion, the fire and the ice. Uh, and they just do the entire prophecy. 
uh, as all of the soldiers just start shooting at them because they're just walking in the middle of the street. Uh, but they absorb all the power uh, with the crawling power and the visual power, and they shoot it back at all the soldiers. And they're like holding hands as like uh, pink and green energy glow together, and they blast it out while going, Why would I know those who live in my defense for the crowning judgment? What's done cannot be undone! <laughs> It's not a very snappy one-liner, I'll give you. It's a very long one-liner. But Ambelina... um, Jesse meets up with Ambelina. uh, And she's like, I sense the crowing's power. Uh, And Jesse's like, and I sense it's time to get the hell out of here. And Ambelina's like, no, the blood of my sisters calls out. And Jesse's like, no, no, that's just you. You just want to get vengeance for them. If your sisters were truly calling out, they'd be saying the last of the prize must survive. I guess it's good that Jesse finally came to his senses for one, exactly one moment in this comic. Yeah, but also we get the Cody thing where uh, someone who has been an idiot at every single stage is suddenly like giving fucking advice. Like, piss off, Jesse. Don't tell me about good tactics. Very true. Um, so they're surrounded. Uh, and fortunately, Sizer could still turn into a giant bone hulk. He, he clears the way for them. Uh, and Amblina goes, that's impressive. And then Jesse goes, that's my boy. And finally, he's he's the good dad now. He he loves his son. Uh, and Claudio and Chase see it. And like, oh, I think we're leaving now. Uh, and Chase is like, okay, but what do we do about Al? Do we bring him to justice? Like, no, you just mind-controlled him to jump into this army. He's not going to live. And it cuts to confirming that he totally gets shut up by the army because he's just a fucking dude. He's just one dude. So, Al the Killer is dead. We are free for Al the Killer. Finally, he will never, ever, ever come up again. That is my promise to you. I actually think that is true. I think that is true. Yeah, rip Al the Killer. He is best left here in this comic. Well, it's because he's replaced with... With something else. Oh, next <laughs> oh God, I can't wait. Oh, yes. I cannot wait for stuff or. Uh, but uh, Mayo from Inside the Mech calls, My Lord Ryan, Inferno's forces are in retreat. They're attempting to flee in the Grail Arbor. Uh, and Ryan puts his hand out, which is controlling the mech hand. He says, Attempting is one thing, Mayo. Accomplishing it is something else again. This ends here, Mayo. This ends today. Uh, and... and- he, he, like, holds his hand out, which is glowing, and then it cuts to the mech hand, which is, like, also glowing and held out, implying that the entire battle, Wilhelm Ryan has been in an energy field acting out, like, mime motions of the mech he's in. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. Uh, so everybody is climbing up the cliff back to the Grail Arbor, uh, and... Sizer's saying, like, he can barely move, he can barely see, and Ambeline is carrying up the hill again, because that's her job, apparently. Uh, and she's like, you did us well, you saved us all. And then Jesse points out the entire enormous ball of energy coming at them. They're all about to die. They are all extremely about to die. But wait! Who's this? <laughs> Could it be the crowing? Thank you, Claudio, for this wonderful narration here. If impending demise could be beautiful, then this was gorgeous beyond measure, Apollo. It would have been a glorious death to lose one's life to something so magnificent. But I wasn't ready to die. Not that day. For even in full retreat, we could send a message to Wilhelm Ryan in a manner so distinct, so commanding, that he and his army would receive it loud and clear. And he throws up the giant energy shield around the entire Grail Arbor, uh, and the entire beam just goes blasting off of it. 
uh, and he shoots his green energy right back at the big mech, and it gets... We're not sure if it gets damaged or destroyed here. It definitely gets hurt in some way, uh, but we have a whole panel of it getting owned. Yeah, it gets fucked up enough fucked up enough for the grail arbor to fly away and uh everyone lives another day and wilhelm's ryan wilhelm ryan's power as a god is in question now that the crowing is here and it is now a fight come back next time i guess well we do have a couple great panels here at the end yes how does this epic masterpiece conclude well i know you're asking this and boy there's an answer (laughs) First of all, I want to read the stuff uh, after the fight where we still see Wilhelm Ryan. Uh, The remainder of Inferno's forces fled the scene, but Ryan knew. He had to know that a power existed in the universe that could challenge his own. A power that, when unleashed, would leave nothing but scorched, silent Earth behind it. A power that would no longer be kept secret. Ryan had... Boo! (laughs) Boo! Claudio, you already named the planet Silent Earth 3. You can't do this. In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 refers to the Silent Earth 3, which is a planet where the battle happened in the... Fu- this is not that. This is a new... You just remixed that. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck this comic. Ryan had oh. wanted to position himself as a god. As THE god. All of his plans had been become supreme omnipotent of Heaven's Fence. But instead, all he had truly managed to do was learn a valuable lesson. There were those who would challenge his rule, and the sum of their parts would someday be greater. Uh... And then Coheed's ghost in the in the yard in uh, Nuo's yard shows up and goes, "And my son, what did you learn?" <laughs> and Claudia goes, "At the time, truthfully, not a damn thing." <laughs> but in retrospect, in the retelling, I realize the futility of trying to stay where you are, or even worse, of looking back. So. If you hadn't understood the themes of the comic because uh, every single character had been yelling the themes at Claudio like every five seconds, mm-hmm. uh, here we have a nice little wrap-up for those of us that just maybe missed those subtle thematic hints and bring everything together. Uh, so, And he's like, I just have to let my, my anger towards you, father, go. I have to let Nuo go. Like, he's come here and now he's realized he doesn't want to talk to her at all because he, it's unhealthy to be fixated on your fucking childhood girlfriend. Weird. It's unhealthy to be fixated on your weird dead father. And obviously, at that moment, the ghost disappears and he has achieved enlightenment. Uh, we see Claudio stand up in the yard and he goes, gone, just like that, huh? Maybe for good this time. Pity, I wanted to tell him, Apollo. Tell him it wasn't so much the people's belief in me that is reflected in the prophecies, or even my stand before House Atlanta that convinced me of my destiny. It was there months after where I would learn my true place in these worlds, staring straight down the center of my own morality and choosing to be on one side or the other. I learned to embrace my father's faults just as he was willing to embrace mine. Well, he murdered your siblings in cold also- blood. He says, it was in the month after where I would learn my true place in these worlds. Which we don't get to see, because this is the last page of this comic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess the real story happens after, like, the real good shit. We don't even there. <laughs> this was just boring. This uh, was just the boring... Like, I, I guess at least the writers know that he learned nothing the entire time and just was useless. Yeah. So, thank you. Thanks uh, for acknowledging, I guess. But Apollo gets up to follow it? Claudio out of the yard. And how does this end? How do we conclude? What is the... Ha, come on, oh, hit me. Like, so, 
Claudia goes, no, stay here, Apollo. Where I'm going, you cannot follow. I head for the heart of our system. I march towards the end of days. And he says, good Apollo, I'm burning star four. That's the title of the next album. I don't know if you know that. There's no better way he could have ended this comic. It's so, so good. It's so good. And there we have it. The epic tale is concluded. That is the tale of Inkeeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Boy. What, what a, a comic. What a journey we just took everyone on. What a journey we took ourselves on. Where we not can, enough mayo in that second half. There's really. not enough mayo not enough like mayo. at all, frankly. Like there's some real good mayo early on, but then we're just we're suffering from a profound lack of mayo. Yeah, we just really need mayo. There's one panel of him standing among the wreckage of the battle with his like leg on a thing. Like it looks know, pretty cool though. Mayo. Yeah, he, he gets a good panel. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, mayo. Uh, I don't know how much more we'll get of him. Frankly, it's uh, it's up in the air. Yes, we have not like read the next comic, all of it, because it's not it's not even out yet. Only nine issues of twelve are out. By the time schedule wise, we will like have caught up with it by the time it uh we will not overtake it in terms of releasing episodes, but uh the next comic is like an ongoing that is currently being released and we are going to be buying issues and catching up with it and talking about it when we hit Good Apollo I'm Burning Star Four. Yeah. But we have a few more songs to get through beforehand. A couple more. A couple A couple more really good ones. Um, but today, but yeah. we have a favor house, Atlantic. So, A Favor House Atlantic. This is maybe the biggest hit Coheed and Cambria had. Uh, I mean, it definitely is the biggest hit they had before Good Apollo, I'm Burning Stuff 4. Yeah. Uh, the next album has their other big hit. This is it. This is like their first big like song on a video, played on the radio. People liked it. It is a, a pop punk jam, as they say. So I assume you're all going to hate it. But obviously, <laughs> we think it's great. It's great. It's a banger. It rules. Uh, a Favorite House Atlantic is one of the first songs I heard uh, from Coheed and Cambria, um, along with Blood Red Summer. Uh, the, I think those two were probably their biggest uh, songs off the from album. This album for sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mostly because they're fairly accessible, I think. Uh, they're both just like kind of pop songs. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's pretty easy to get into. But um, A Favorite House Atlantic is a really good track. Uh, it's. We talked about it, but it's got that guitar thing going on a lot. Uh, yep, the, the big drop at the end of the song, which I'll fade up uh, as it as it plays, has like a bit where he's like, "You all to know," and then as the chorus hits, the guitar is like. <laughs> Really the guitar's good. all very plinky. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I pretty like good. that. I like that style a lot. And they do it a lot on this album, which is very good. 
Uh, yeah, they move away from it next time. Yeah, which is a shame, but also they're doing a whole different thing next time, and that's a Turning that's a topic for another day. So yeah, I like this song because it's like a just a good, straightforward uh, pop song. The lyrics like make sense and tell a very simple story that has fucking nothing to do with the comic. Yep. Uh, but like, so the story in the comic obviously is complete nonsense and just everyone's fighting each other and it's a huge war and blah blah blah. Uh, here though, it is very clearly. Al the Killer uh, trades, like, takes them to House Atlantic and, like, sells them to uh, Wilhelm Ryan. But then, because he has a crush on uh, Ambelina, he decides to actually t- change his mind and help them escape, and he dies doing that. Yeah, he, he lets them go. Redemption song. Yep. Um, Which, he should not be redeemed, and in the comic, they, they realized oh no this guy's way too fucked up to get a redemption but in the so- in the album they don't realize that but it does mean that this is like it, it, that is literally the plot of the empire strikes back it's exactly just that it is a much more small scale ending he is just doing star wars and so thus it just exactly ripped off the middle star wars right yeah exactly and it's like the thing is i think these comics were in what 2008 it, they released 2011 2011 and this was uh released in 2003 so he had a lot of time to think about how fucked up al the killer was i guess in those eight years between those releases uh but yep. he the structuring of the story is so different after that it's kind of hard to keep track uh, but here we have this big, like, cool goodbye moment where he's, uh, like, making the sacrifice and he's, like, going, bye, bye, beautiful, and it's good, and it's the the big chorus that they had. Like, it's their, probably their biggest chorus uh, before, like, the suffering, probably. The suffering is probably album. a bigger chorus, yeah. Uh, so it's just, a, it's just a good song, and you can, like, sing along to that even if you don't understand that it's actually about a fucking... I mean, probably better to sing along to if you don't understand that it's actually about a fucking murderer. <laughs> It's either a murderer who uh, regrets what he did, or it's about a murderer who gets mind-controlled and starts attacking uh, a bunch of a big evil army. Not sure which is better, not sure which is nicer, but, you know, here we are. That's what we're at. That's what we got. Thanks, Claudio. In this version, he is a sniper covering them as they make their escape. Yep. Uh, that is, like, the, the one of the famous lines of the song is him going, Good eye, sniper, and that no one snipes anyone in the comic. Nobody's For as much a as they fit in references, no one snipes. Not even, not even any of the iRobots. They should have a really cool iRobot that does sniping. Named Sniper. Yeah, yeah. Named Sniper. Yes, absolutely. Sniper, no sniping. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should I do the lyrics reading? Should I find some lyrics to read? Yes. Go ahead. I'm just gonna do the start of the song. You should. It's good. Uh, your eyes tell the stories of a day you wish you could. Recall the moments that once have. Retract the footsteps that brought us to this favor. I wouldn't ask this of you. Good eye, sniper. Here, I'll shoot. You run. The words you scribbled on the walls with the loss of friends you didn't have. I'll call you when the time is right. Are you in or are you out? For them all to know the end of us all. Uh, the lyrics are mostly simple. Not too much nonsense going on. Just uh, run away. It's time. Yeah. It- We've got to do the fight now because it's the climax of the thing. It's a nice, uncharacteristically simple pop song yep. that... I like a lot because I like the uh, pop punk of this era, but I'm sh- like I say, I'm sure it will not go down well with our audience, who is <laughs> very vocal about how much these songs suck to me. But that's fine. Well, no, we'll it's have not fine. Tapes. You guys are all wrong, and unless you agree <laughs> with us, we hate you. But please keep listening. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I would give the song uh, probably an eight. I would give the song a nine. 
It's really good. I like it a lot. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Maybe I'd give it a nine, but you're right. Yeah. A high, a high rating. It's a, it's a great song. A and that is it for track. the comic. Yes, that's it. We, we will, we'll talk next time a bit about uh, the next song, which is The Light in the Glass, which is long enough that we don't have to talk about anything and it would still be a 20-minute episode. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to... So, we haven't quite decided... There might be two episodes next week, but it'll make up the length of one episode. Uh, but if we do that, we'll still separate the episodes by song, just yes. so people can, uh, like, going through, we'll look at it that way. But there might be two episodes next week, there might be one. We don't quite know, but we have a, basically a couple of songs to get through, uh, and then we are moving on to Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4, which is the next album. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. What I meant was... Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4, Volume 1, From Fear Through the Eyes of Madness. <laughs> a full a full album title. Frankly, it should have been longer. Uh, I love putting the acronym for that album out anywhere. Uh, yep. If you do the full thing. Oh, it's beautiful. Where can we find you on the internet, Molly? You can find me at your friend Molly with a Y E R on Twitter. You can find me at audioentropy.com where I do a bunch of other podcasts, and you can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. Cool, cool, cool. You can find me at Headfuls Off. You can find the other podcasts we do at abnormalmapping.com. You can support us at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. I am basically so nauseous that I need to lie down, so I can't do the full plug zone. Woof! Antidepressants, I tell ye. It's tough. Listen to the song. Goodbye. We're going home.